I'm Megan. I'm Christy. And I'm Auntie B. And we are Homebrew Murder Crew. together and it feels so good all right guys happy new year happy new 2024 year. you guys we oh made it through God. 2023 Holy fuck. what anybody think that, anyone think that would happen no no for sure not. <laughs> and we all did it with like staying out of jail with such grace yes, and dignity did. yes we did well grace and dignity yeah sometimes to a degree I mean, this was a wild one that's race sure. Yeah, rage. <laughs> you you had a you had a wild fourth quarter of a year oh, there, God, Brittany. Oh God, <laughs> I know. I was all like, "Hey, let's go to Vegas and get married." But then, like, be four weeks pregnant whilst in Vegas, <laughs> Un- unbeknownst, <laughs> to unbeknownst you. to me. <laughs> we got a, a new little uh, micro brew. Yeah, we got yeah. micro brewing, brew brewing. Yeah. Micro brew? What do they call it? I, I called it. I don't know. Nope. Anyways. Anyways. Congratulations, Brittany. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I'm feeling more human now. I'm so glad you guys are here because I've basically been lying around doing nothing for the first trimester. So it's nice to like talk to humans. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Thank you for being here. So we're bringing you guys um, not really a a true crime case or anything today. We're just kind of here to get together in in the same fashion that we did last year, bring you a little year in review because we don't really actually have anything prepared for you. So this is our way of just sliding into your DMs and uh, hitting (laughs) you with a, a little something fresh for the new year. Yeah, I mean, a lot happened this year. Yeah, like so much happened that it was like hard to even pick things to talk about on this episode because there was just so much to choose from that nothing is like a big deal anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not a big deal anymore because it's just so it's so the norm. Well, the other part of it too is like you look up like 2023 recaps of strange and weird crimes or. You know, top crime, and it's all crimes that occur in the states and happen out. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. like you know, so you won't find. America. Fuck yeah! Sorry, coming again to save the motherfucking day. Yeah. <laughs> also, haven't seen that movie in a while. Sidetrack, but I mean, so it's and with Cal. Okay, and Megan, I hear you in my head all the fucking time now with this whole news thing, and I hear you in my head being like fucking news fucking meta or fucking meta. <laughs> fucking meta. because i do i actually find myself now going to websites like media websites yeah. to get some kind of fucking news well yeah. the thing that really fucks with my head is that like there's so much like bullshit on tiktok these days Ugh. there's so much bullshit that i'll be like scrolling through you you know you get into that tiktok you, you open your fucking reels or your tiktoks and you're in there for like four hours right and something will come up that'll be like this really big thing happened and it's like i had no idea usually we have that news readily available for us then you're sitting there you spend 20 minutes like investigating most of the time it's fucking fake shit mm-hmm. but sometimes like you realize that like this all these fucking 
big deal things are happening and we're not hearing about it anymore well did you guys know that over the holidays there is not one but two incidences of road rage that ended in violence in calgary in calgary yeah, yeah. one somebody died <laughs> yeah somebody one one person died. died yeah he got pinned between a tree and a truck and got killed because, yeah because fucking i had no goddamn rush and i because nobody can just go pick up a fucking snickers yeah well also the only reason i knew that or leave your damn house on time so they don't have to rush everywhere the only news i see is like at the very end of my young and the restless it goes into the five o'clock news so i get like the recap of what's going to be discussed that day and then that's it yeah i get 30 seconds of news (laughs) for this episode i went through our wine and true crime facebook group and like it's so sad it's all gone 80 percent of our posts are removed yeah and it's fucking bullshit luckily like some of our followers like i think two in particular are really good at like putting in their description what they're sharing Mm -hmm. so it's like oh okay so this obviously was a post about this incident right now it's like you have to take a screenshot from a news website and post it and hope it even doesn't still, get flagged. it's hard to find hard to do it. true crime well mm-hmm. and have you guys you... had it where you like take a screenshot on your phone yet and it's like it doesn't let you take a screenshot it comes up with like a warning that no. says this website does not allow yeah i've oh, come across oh, it like damn. three times guys, on different websites guys where... we're being censored yeah happening? normal screen you go to take the screenshot and then all of a sudden this thing pops up and it's not a picture of the screen Jesus Christ. Had it happened two or three times now. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, I haven't (laughs) screenshot anything in a while, so like... Yeah, it was... I was like, what the fuck? Anyway. wild. God, what a year this has been. I know, it's been crazy. What else has happened? Like, okay, so some... Let's quote, unquote, do the whole top top crimes of 2023, I guess, that you can kind of... What do we got? We've got... Well, let me just start off by I thought it would be an interesting statistic to just really bring you all to a very low place from the very start. Yeah. Um, the number of uh, school shootings in oh, 2023. Oh, this is from a source um, called K-12 Dive, and it was published uh, in uh, November 10th of 2023. Um so not quite the full year, but uh, it states that the number of U.S. school shootings in 2023 surpassed last year's record-breaking number of 305. Oh, my Lord. Um, According to a count by the K-12 school shooting database, K-12, sorry, the number of incidents this year had reached 306, um, so another record high for the third consecutive year. Um the number puts it on track to likely land somewhere between 360 and 400 by the end of the year. So we'll have to wait for that data to kind of be released. Yeah. So I'd say when um, I found online today that FBI released a report on January 1st stating that crime is almost in almost every category is down in 2023. The almost except this the one, one that's <laughs> part of the like, right. the not almost is obviously school shooting. Yeah. Right. Like, that's all, it has to be a lie. Like, I feel like serial killers are being unmasked every fucking week. Well, that's the genealogy DNA testing. Well, exactly. And also, by the way, the serial killers they're finding right now are like old ones. Like 50 years ago. So just wait until the science actually does catch up and we realize, oh, hey, by the way, there's been serial killers functioning all year, every year, every place you've ever been. 
Yeah. <laughs> Good night, boys and girls. Sweet yeah, dreams. Like, for me, and like I'm sure you like I mean, we don't we don't get news on fucking meta anymore, which we've talked about million millions the millions of times, but we still get our very trusty Calgary Police Services posts. And um, I don't know about you guys, but the amount of shootings in Calgary alone, Calgary. Have, like it's unbelievable. The government's also working to make Google pay a sum of whatever in order to, like, um, yeah. in order for news to be searchable through Google mm. or something. They reached a verdict in that. Like they've reached an agreement. Mm. Google has agreed to pay um, Canadian news outlets. I think it's like I don't even remember. Right, billions but for, of, but like a billion dollars. Right, and the right. whole purpose is so uh, the government wants these news outlets to be compensated fairly, which I understand. But how long until, like, how long is this contract for, mm -hmm. and how long until Google pulls out of it and realizes? I that... just want my fucking news back, man. Right. Like, I, I keep I just saying to myself, this is a phase. It's yeah, like, like are we you know, to buy the newspaper now. Well, yeah. okay. I actually thought about going back to that. I was like, I kind of want like a newspaper subscription, yeah, so that I get something yeah, that exactly. updates me about what's going on in my community and in my city, right? Yeah, because unless I go on to like Global or CTV or oh. or I hear it in the thirty seconds after Young and the Fucking Restless, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't wild. get news anymore. No, me and when I think about it, I'm just like, this is a phase. This will end. No, there not. will be a day where I get my news again. There has to so. be. There has to be. I can't even tell you how many times I've hovered my mouse over the deactivate Facebook thing because I have no fucking use for Facebook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no Don't fucking make me use. fucking do it. And I'm like, ah, oh, the only reason I still have it is because of this podcast. And every time I'm like, ah, I kind of need social media for the podcast. Don't fucking do it. It's the only reason. Yeah. I don't fucking need Facebook anymore. Like, so my boyfriend hasn't, listened, hasn't listened to our podcast yet. So we're driving back from Airdrie because we're looking at a truck, which by the way, we ended up buying one. Woo! Woohoo! Like, truck. Like, it's, anyways, we, we now have a 2023 Ford F-150 Tremor. It's fucking 20 amazing. 20-year car payment. I love it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is that, like, apparently by 2030, we're all going to be driving electric cars anyways. But, mm. so we bought this truck. It's beautiful. I love it. It was a driving back from Airdrie. We didn't buy it from Airdrie. But we're driving back from Airdrie. And he's like, you know, I've never listened to your podcast. And I want to hear it. So I, I, I put on, for, he's German. So I put on the Hinterkai Effect episode for him biggest mistake we're like three seconds into the episode and every second word he's like oh it's pronounced like this oh my oh, god it's pronounced like that and i'm like we're turning this off i like i know and i can't if you guys listen to the episode and if you have it go back and listen to it i pronounced everything wrong <laughs> which i said in the episode that i did you've acknowledged it we've always done that it's always been a thing and anyways i'm trying to learn german right now too and even still like trying to learn german i've been doing it for like what's my freaking record on i'm doing duolingo which by the way not, not that great but i'm on a 20 240 day streak so Holy for 240 shit. days straight i've been practicing my german and I've realized one thing is that like, no matter what, even if I learn the words and I can understand, like I can read things pretty fluently in German now, I cannot speak it. I cannot roll my R's. I just cannot. But still, that's and a feat. Constantly, get you a I say things <laughs> and he corrects me on it because I, my pronunciation is wrong because I cannot roll my R's and I'm like, fuck you. Fuck okay, you. but he says things funny. Oh, too. I do it to him all the time too. It's like it's a win-win, right? Like he pronounces things wrong all the time too, and I'm constantly like, no, it's pronounced like this. Like, 
he's been here for 10 years. He can speak English. Yes. <laughs> he can. I am, I'm already aware that I pronounced every word wrong. So you don't need maybe, to point it out for the entire, yeah. uh, what, hour long episode? How long was that episode? Oh, no, that was a two-parter, wasn't it? No, no that, oh, was yeah. that was one-parter. That was, oh, yes. um, that was 39 minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, yeah. It was released on January 27th, 2023. It was actually our first episode of 2023 after our year in review. Oh, yes, right. right. And it had 67 plays. Oh, and just so Ooh. you guys know, I have an update here. Still unsolved. Yep, perfect. Oh. Well, they, <laughs> and they never found heads. the head. Oh, they never did heads. find the head. They still have not found the missing heads. That's my update for you guys on that episode. But yeah, that was our first. It was a good one. That was kind of perfect that you went into that because that was our first episode, like our true, first yeah. true episode of 2023. So on my list. So That's I don't remember that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Time is just like. Yeah. Wet. I think we were in my closet. So uh, <laughs> like we said, a lot happened this year. Yeah. So, okay. Brittany's got some highlights for us. Yeah. Let's look at some highlights. I've got some here. And I don't have all the information on everything just because it's like a lot of cases and I'm pretty yeah. sure I don't even need to give a lot of info because people just know about these ones. Yeah. Like the Idaho student murders. Uh, yes. That creepo. What was his fucking name? That happened at the end of 2022, but the trial began in 2022. Yeah. The evidence was brought out in, in January and, went, and that's when kind of people really yeah. knew about it. The murders, I believe, happened November 2022. So what was okay? It was what was his name? Brian Koberger. Ah, Brian Koberger. Yes, he was a 28 year old PhD student mm -hmm. and teaching assistant in the Department of Criminal Justice and Criminology at what uh, Washington State University. He was charged in the stabbing deaths of Kaylee uh, Gonclaves, 21 Madison Mogan, 21 Zana or Zena Kernoodle. 20 and ethan chapin 20 apologies because i know i got those names wrong um students at the university of idaho yeah oh that's terrible so what's next in for that case is summer of 2024 is when he will be there's no trial date set uh, but prosecutors haven't proposed one for the summer of 2024 We'll have to update you on that as it progresses, because that is an ongoing investigation. Now, there's another crazy fucker here who's not really an on, there's not really an ongoing, but he's like convicted or now, whatever, that Murdoch guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, here that we crazy go. Fuck. Alex Murdoch. Yes. Alex was Murdoch a, trial. And that was a big, um, a big documentary on Netflix. Yeah, because yeah. what was it? It was like the sun got into a boating accident and killed somebody. And then the dad ended up killing the son. Mm -hmm. And then the mom thought that the dad killed the son. So he killed and then her. he killed the mom as well. Yikes. Is that right? It's, or is yeah, there more to it like than that? It's fucking wild. Yeah. I haven't, like, I've watched some of the documentaries yeah. and whatnot. And I've tried, it's, but it's always, it's always on. And every time I see his face, I'm just like, this guy's a moron. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was like, and this, this saga is not going to be over for a while. I, yeah. We're going to find out so much more in 2024. Um, what's next for that one? Murdoch uh, adamantly denies killing his family members. His lawyers have alleged that the court clerk tampered with the jury and they're seeking a new trial. So they are. great. Yeah. 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 That's fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did um, we, when I did my episode with the Winnipeg serial yes. killer 
Jeremy Skibicki. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where did I end that? Did I tell you guys what he pled? Because he pled in November. No, you didn't. No, not guilty. Yeah. yeah. So he pled mm-hmm. not so guilty. It's going to trial. Of course he did. So it's going to go to trial. Yeah, fuck that shit. So no idea what happened in 2024. Yeah. But we did uh we did end up uh covering when uh Brittany was not able to make it to an episode. Christy did cover the um uh <laughs> sorry, my notes are a little bit messy. They look so sad. The uh, search the <laughs> landfill. Yes. Movement. That well, actually... and this that case is what sparked yes. so, that movement, yeah. right? So search landfill. In, in 2023, uh Christy did update us on that. That they mm-hmm. uh, Winnipeg has a new mayor. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that was a very hoarse voice there that I just presented Froggy. to y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember which episode I updated yeah. that on, but um, they elected uh, a new, um, not mayor, but it's it's for Manitoba. So premier, premier, a new premier, yeah. and he's the first elected Indigenous premier in Canada. Bob Canoe, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and he is, um, hold on here. Part of his campaign, uh, his, his election campaign was, um, was, um, revolved around the search the landfill. And I did uncover that very recently in the news, which we missed because we don't get news here in Canada anymore, is that uh, he did actually release a statement recently that he does he does fully intend on on completing his promise to um, the people of Winnipeg to actually conduct a search of the landfill. <clears throat> I um, hope so. And yeah, and he's he's a, a, the new leader of the NDP in Manitoba. So we in Canada, we have the Conservative Party, the Liberal Party, and the NDP. There's a bunch of smaller parties as well that run for election usually. Um, and Green Party! Yeah. <laughs> um, That's already legal here. Yeah, now oh, that... Not- the Green Party's not just about marijuana, my no. mistake. <laughs> So some key issues that he wants to address um, and that he uh, was passionate about, um, more funding for more police officers in downtown, as well as more money for treatment spaces um, and the RAAM clinics, which I'm not familiar with what that is. RAAM? Say it one more time for me. RAAM clinics. Clinics. Wow. Rapid access to addictions medicine clinics. Okay. Um, also, just as a, a, a preface to, to who Wab Canoe is, he actually, in his youth, he spent some time, like, serving time, and he'd been in trouble before, and he turned his life around. So he's really passionate about um, the reduction of crime. Uh, he's got a five-point plan to get tougher on crime, which includes improved bail measures, being harder on drug dealers, a security rebate program for homes and businesses, hiring a 100 mental health workers to work with police and housing and mental health supports, reduce youth crime by developing a comprehensive public safety strategy that brings together law enforcement, community safety patrols, educators, advocates, and families, provide supports to keep Indigenous women, girls, and two-spirited people safe, and help MMIW G2S plus families navigate the justice system, helping municipalities pay for policing by ensuring municipalities have adequate funding going forward for police budgets, 
Um, yeah, and th that's just a highlight of uh, a few of them. And the big one that we were obviously were touching on was that um, uh, the support for the Indigenous people. Yeah, and searching the landfills for the remains of. Yeah, you guys. And that's that's the most specific yeah. portion of that. But yeah. um, basically, what he's what he's put forth is. Um, that he is encouraging funding for that process. Yes. Whereas other um, political leaders that were running- um, Aren't even acknowledging stuff like yeah, MMIW and, yeah, and exactly. those acronyms and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep you guys posted on that. And we're well, very and happy I, for Manitoba. And, yes, yeah. well, that's what I was just gonna say. It's nice to see that there is wind of change happening. Right. And I guarantee you guys 2024, is going to be tragic as fuck, but it's so going too. to lead to a lot of closure and a mm -hmm. lot more understanding, mm -hmm. I think, of Indigenous yeah. peoples and just the like the true capacity of trauma yeah. that they're still enduring. Absolutely. And I think that's a, it's a good time to make a point to acknowledge the fact that um, we did have like a sister podcast um, in 2022 that we had started and launched and kind of worked on. And that's Echoes of the Missing and Murdered. Um, in 2023, we really took a step back from that just because we understood that we were very underprepared for um, the dynamic and the not just that, but like the effect that it could have on us and the families that we're covering and the people that we're talking to. And we're just not in a position at the moment to really, um, we just need more resources, more. Well, yeah. Like, and that's the other thing on it and, though, is a lot yeah. of these cases don't even have resources. So no, it's hard I know, but to just, report just for accuracy. Us, personally, we need yeah. for us in order yeah. to do it right. And yes. to do, to do right by these families. Yeah. We just weren't in a position and we realized that we kind of jumped the gun on that, but it's still something that we're very passionate Absolutely. about and that we want to revisit oh, yeah. in the next. And we years. may revisit it in a different way than just a podcast. Exactly. Maybe there'll be quick little five minute videos. Cause you know, mm -hmm. It is also hard to make yeah. full episodes sometimes out of these cases really is, yeah. because yeah. there is such a lack of uh, right. information out there on what goes on, unfortunately. Absolutely. But I mean, again, I really do think we're going to see a lot of yeah. changes over the next year. And there's going to be a lot of things that roll off from what is discovered once people really start taking this whole searching the landfill seriously. Because yeah. let me tell you, I guarantee so their landfills all over the place are filled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Filled with indigenous women. Yeah. And Girls, yeah. two spirited, etc. Boys and men Boys, too. Men, like we'll, yeah. not, we'll not forget about them. No, basically if you're vulnerable and from yeah. a vulnerable environment, yeah. you're yeah. yeah. We all know that in, in any culture, in, in any social status, women and children and minority groups are definitely always have been and probably always will be more susceptible to that type of violence yeah. and hey. to sexual violence and that sort of thing. That leads to so. another good thing that happened this year. Speaking okay. of okay, sexual okay. abuse and shit, Mr. Peter Nygaard, I think we all know that name, oh, fashion yeah. mogul. If you don't know him, yeah. he's, he is a fashion mogul from, excuse me one second. Hell, just kidding. Peter Nygaard. I can't remember if he's a Canadian. I believe he's Canadian. I yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Peter Nygaard is a Finnish Canadian businessman and former fashion executive in 1967. He founded Nygaard International, a Winnipeg-based company that 
initially was a sportswear manufacturer. Uh, manufacturer. 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 <laughs> uh, but then he uh, went into producing women's apparel. Uh, but essentially this year. Like stay in your lane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year he was charged and convicted of four counts of sexual assault. Wow. Yeah. And I don't really know much about like, you know, over the years, Nygaard has been accused numerous times of abuse, including forcible confinement, <gasps> sex trafficking. Oh my He's a god! Fucking creepazoid. Like Jeffrey Epstein, or like like doppelganger, only yeah. behavioral wise. Yeah. <laughs> I, not <laughs> not not, not physically, yeah. but I mean they're like yeah. the same person. Yeah. Um, sexual assault and sexual harassment. Uh, there's a bunch of different incidences that were reported. 10 women actually all together filed a class action suit on him and it was november 2023 that he was found guilty of sexual assault by a canadian jury in toronto uh following a very long Mm six-week trial the 82 year old nygaard was convicted for assaults on four women ranging in age from 16 to 28 at the time of the offenses occurring between the 80s uh and 2005 wow he obviously denies the charges of blah 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 but what fuckhead wouldn't deny that they're a fuckhead yeah so yeah so that's a good thing at least we're seeing more and more of these individuals that have gotten away for a very long time yeah with their shitty behavior now having to speak to that behavior and it shows that just because you're in a position of power it doesn't mean you're gonna fucking get away with it exactly and you you may have the women that like are experiencing that type of violence to to speak out about it because even for somebody as the stature of him or jeffrey epstein um things have come from that right so even whether it's like you're it's Teacher going to be a slow progression, yeah, yeah. But eventually, it will be a sign that women can be more comfortable. That you know, hey, something like this happens to you, something will be done. Why? Yeah. Because it is being done. Yeah. Finally, your your before... your motto, ladies, for for twenty twenty four is fuck around and find out. Okay, yeah, yes. fuck, that's my favorite. Fuck around, <laughs> fuck around find, find out. out. My nephew has a hat that says that. Really? I yeah, love I love that. that. <laughs> I thought he was just a baby. Yeah, no, he's all like, so <laughs> a teenager now, and a created a monster because. For his 21st birthday now, he wants to go to Vegas. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm like, yes, I'll take you. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we got oh, on the go, 2024 ladies? is going to be a really big year for fucking sure, man. Like, we 2023, we had, like, in Canada here, drug smuggling pigeons in BC. Mm-hmm. We also okay. had the phenomenon of the Jeffrey Dahmer. Do- uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Is it Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. The series. The series. What happened to you? <laughs> I just had a stroke. I just had a stroke. We're good. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, the TV show. Because we were just like, talking uh, about Jeffrey Epstein. I yes, think. So and I was like, like, is that right? Yeah. Your brain is the viral TV yes. show. So you were just talking Dahmer. about like the drug smuggling pigeons. Yes, drug okay. smuggling pigeons. And that reminds me, and let me know if you guys know this or not. But did you know about the other serial killer that Canada had this year? Other than the drug smuggling pigeons? Other than the drug smuggling pigeons. What about the like drug smuggling guy that was sending out things for people to commit suicide with yep. through mail? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Okay, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. So 57-year-old Kenneth Law was arrested by Mississauga Regional Police on May 2nd of 2023. A deadly but legal chemical was being sent by ordinary mail 
<laughs> your face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He should have used drugs to over pigeons. 40 countries. Holy fuck. Dozens, perhaps hundreds of residents around the world have used this poison pack to take their own lives. On the back of these parcels was no name, but the same shipping address, a P.O. box in Mississauga, a Canadian city of almost 900,000 residents next to Toronto, Ontario. For the past five months, Canada has been gripped by a sprawling investigation into an exact number of victims across several continents of this alleged postal serial killer. What the fuck? I never heard anything about this. 57-year-old Kenneth Law was arrested. On May 2nd, 2023, he was charged with, quote, counseling or aiding suicide, quote, in relation to two people in Ontario, a crime punishable under Canada law by 14 years of imprisonment. 14 years. Since this summer, 12 other alleged victims between the ages of 16 and 36 have used these. So I can't remember. Let me bring up um the name of the drug because it is an illegal drug that he basically sent out in the mail to random places that has a little canister in it for preserving meat like this this chemical is used for um, meat preserving and all that kind of stuff but taken and ingested by humans at a large amount is lethal so for example i'm i'm thinking you're saying this and i'm thinking those little packets you get in beef jerky Maybe that's what it is. Oh. It, like, uh, like I said, I didn't read too, too much into this because also it kind of hit like a, a terrified. And like, he just uh, randomly phobia. sent this out yeah. to people and oh, instructed yeah. them to and, kill themselves. And, yes, basically, and like wrote on the package like how to do it and everything. So he basically put this in the hands of people, and it's a really, really easy way to kill yourself, basically. Wow. And I don't even actually want to say what the name is now that no, I've said no, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not even in a, but. Never heard about this. Yeah. And so he was just arrested and charged. And wow. like his list is adding up because who knows how many of these parcels he sent out. But yeah, no, seriously, you guys look into this Kenneth Law guy in Ontario. It's crazy. Oh my God. Because, and his list is still growing because here's the thing you get mail and you get someone who's mentally unhealthy that goes back and forth. How long are they going to hold on to that? And what, two years from now, he's still going to be claiming victims. Because this stuff doesn't really have an expiry date from my understanding of it. Wow. Yeah, just pre-packaged little, here you go if you want to kill yourself. <laughs> and I have to discreetly order mushrooms online to be mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fucked. But like, so also, just pay attention. If you get something in your fucking mail that you don't know where it came from, seriously, you guys, people are fucking crazy, Okay. Don't think they won't do something crazy because they can and they do. <laughs> that's fucking weird. I never even heard about that. Not yeah, yeah. a lick of anything. I've oh, that's because we don't, what? Oh get God. news. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I know. I was like, oh my God. Also, how many serial killers were captured in Canada alone in 2023? That's a statistic that I was trying to look up, but no, I don't want to. I don't want to know. <laughs> Well, speaking of serial killers in Canada, I did cover a case uh, this year of one uh, serial killer from Canada. Um, his name was Bruce MacArthur. Yes. Um, that episode was um, uh, not there. Uh, that was episode 37. Um, 
released September 29th and it was an hour and about 15 minutes long and it has 35 plays. Um, that one outlined a monster, basically like kind of living a double life. Yeah. Um, but he was targeting the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. um, back in the eighties, nineties, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. Maybe even into the early 2000s. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also speaking of serial killers, that was followed up by another Canadian serial killer, God. Alan Legere. Mm -hmm. I covered that. Uh, that was the very next episode. The very episode next 38. episode. October 16th, uh, an hour and nine minutes long. It was 66 plays. Yeah. So that was from my hometown, New Brunswick. He didn't target. Uh, he, he was like spree killer. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know yeah. what is really kind of depressing is to do shit like this and realize yeah. just how much shitty things happen in one year. Yeah. Well, I think that's how, <laughs> that's how you guys will realize like we're, there's um, a lot of time in between a lot of our episodes in the past year two years or whatever. Um, it does take a toll on us because we do have lives outside of doing this. Obviously, a lot of bigger podcasts have people that do the research for them mm -hmm. and then the you know, the front men, women get on and they deliver the, the episode yeah. for us. We're the ones that are from point A to point Z, and we're we writing and yeah. we're collaborating editing. and we're editing. We're doing it all. Like everything that you hear from start to finish is all done by, by us. Yeah. So even after we're done doing the episode, we have to go back and edit that episode. Then we have to go back and listen to it and make sure we didn't miss anything. So we're hearing it like four or five times. <laughs> or if you're a perfectionist like me, a million. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's really hard. And that's why and we always said that we will always put our, our own mental health first. Yeah. Um, I know that we have talked about going into the new year, maybe um, really striving to give you guys more though. Yeah. And more consistent, yeah. more consistency. And well, we um, need help. We need to find news out somewhere or another. Mm -hmm. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like in 2023, like that's the, that kind of brings me to another topic here. So uh, 2023 I actually lost a, um, a a Canadian true crime, um, the person that is pretty big in the Canadian true crime community as well. John Allure, he died March 30th, 2023. So um, he actually was the brother of a, uh, a, a, a young woman named Teresa Allure, who was murdered in uh, Montreal uh, way back in the day. I read his book. It's called um, oh, yeah. Wish You Were Here. And I read the book. And during the investigation into the murder of his sister, he had actually found some possible evidence of a serial killer in Calgary that was targeting prostitutes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So he actually did pass sex away. Workers. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. My apologies. Sex workers in Calgary. Um, there isn't really much, uh, I mean, that's probably something we can cover in a later episode. There was, it was a huge thing, but he actually did uh, pass away suddenly on March 30th, 2023. He did also have a podcast that was pretty big as well called, um, it was called a sorry who killed Teresa. He basically once his sister had been so Teresa Allure. Um, I'm gonna quickly just get the facts on this real quick. Sorry guys. Teresa. I read the book, but like my brain is like mush right now. Uh, so Teresa Allure, she went missing on Nova in November 1978. Um, the following spring, her body was discovered on the banks of. 
Cody Cook River in Eastern Township. Uh, in the Eastern Township, this happened in uh, Montreal. She was a student at the Chaplin College in Lennox in, sorry, in Eastern Township of Quebec. Um, so her body was discovered um, after a year, basically, of being missing. And, like, not really much, like, uh, in far as, as far as a investigation, not really much came of it. So he took it upon himself to investigate it. Uh, I'll, I'll look more into that. Maybe we'll cover that in an episode later. But uh, uh, RIP to John Allure. Um, mm. And check out his podcast if you have an opportunity to do so. And check out the book, Wish You Were Here. Mm-hmm. I read it. It was a great read. Like, it was way up there with Michelle McNamara's um, um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Like, it was written so well. It's still unsolved to this day. But uh, definitely read those, those books. Give it time. It'll be solved. Oh, yeah. I, I'm almost Absolutely. convinced that every crime at some point, yeah. yeah, maybe decades might go by. It'll get solved. Absolutely. So let's just jump back to the podcast really quick. Yes. Um, we had only two episodes that kind of had multiple parts. Yeah. The first one was um, mine, Shelly No Tech, which was like probably the most brutal one awful. I've ever had to number one research yeah. uh number two deliver and yeah. it was so hard to record it because I could feel like just the deep dark depths yeah. of it and oh like that was a tough one it definitely I mean, it had um uh, 65 and 50 plays which is pretty good so it, pretty it good. got out there but um man it was tough and yeah. like it's tough to do these kid ones and in the moment you think like how important it is to get it out there and Absolutely. especially considering there are survivors yeah. of that case and what they have to deal with now right all every day yeah it, well it took such a toll on us that uh following that episode we decided to take a little bit of oh, a, yeah. a more different approach was that and when it, we did the pair of... yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. we we decided to do something a little bit more light uh not true crimey not even uh paranormal so it's just one of the only two episodes of 2023 that are like kind of um mystery or but also we had an interview we had our special we did we had our first yeah so whatever happening so we decided to do something a little bit lighter and it turned into a three-parter yeah and it turned into we had so much response that's why i remember yeah well yeah technically our third between our two podcasts, our third special guest. Right. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, of the three parts of your Parasomnia episode, it was part two with with Jessica yeah. uh, Jessica T, T that uh, joined us for that episode to tell us her experience with uh, uh, sleep paralysis and uh, um, which, by the way, yeah. I remember I got so oh much gosh, out. I've right? learned so she, much. I didn't even think I was she's going an to learn. Incredible yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. She came from Congo. Um, she grew up there. She has been through yeah. shit. And yeah. like her family moved around a lot. Her yeah. dad was in some sort of a government role. Right. And yeah. they moved to uh they, they had like they, war place, like war right across yeah, the street from their so, house. Uh just stay tuned because Jessica will be back yeah. because Yay. she does have a connection to another pretty infamous case. But the way she told her story was incredible, you guys. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Episode 34 is part two of Parasomnia. So definitely start at 34. 
uh, 33 and work your way through. But um, Jessica's portion of it was phenomenal and it made it our top episode of 2023. Which Yay! Is, thank you, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Following that episode, we did do listener stories as well. So we compiled a oh, bunch yeah. of uh, experiences yeah. from people that listen. And many what a response you, we got. Know, yeah. Many of you got featured on that episode as well. We're going to be, we're actually going to bring more of that to, to next mm-hmm. year's 2024 as well, because of the fact that obviously we got a huge response from this. And again, Jessica's going to be back. Well, and, and it's we, such a good way to give yeah. ourselves a break from yeah, all the absolutely. murder and yeah. darkness. And we, we do have some plans to bring in some other guests as well. Uh, in the next the next year but uh, that was personally one of my favorite episodes as well 100 mm-hmm. that's yeah. so good yeah it's, it's... It, the second episode that we did that was not true crimey and this is more like lore and uh, mystery and hauntings or whatever yeah. um we did this episode episode 39 right before going to vegas for britney's wedding, wedding. um which megan i know you weren't there I for wasn't it, there, but yeah. you were invited um, though yeah <laughs> so we, we recorded just before and i released it just after we got back but um it was released october 29th uh, an hour long and it was the curse of the luxor and and it's luxor, where i'm gonna stay next yeah, when i go to vegas luxor is a big pyramid <laughs> That has a thing. giant light that shoots at the yeah, top of it. It's been it. redone like three times or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, yeah. I'm 100% want to stay there yeah, now. Absolutely. I actually had a dream that we all went to Vegas and then we actually went. We made plans to go see Zach Vegas Museum. Oh my God. But then we forgot to do it. Also, one weekend once baby's here and I leave baby with daddy, uh, there needs to be a weekend girls. girls oh, there will be girls we weekend. We have a lot of new Vegas. things coming uh, in the in the next year for the podcast. We're we're going to be changing things up a little bit um, because of the uh, the traction that we did have on our episodes that were that like were not true crime related mm-hmm. we decided we're gonna we are gonna focus we i'm not gonna focus but we are gonna do a little bit more of those but our main focus is still gonna be true crime and it is a nice break for us to kind of dive into that and i love the paranormal yeah. i yeah. love the dark history and i yeah. love the cryptids so yeah, yeah. so uh, we we followed up the curse of the lecture with um a very classic uh true crime uh true crime case the texarkana moonlight murders which still remains unsolved to this day um so yeah well we covered a lot you guys we did yeah so then we had uh we had a pretty big case after that but then we we did the josh maddox uh unsolved mystery that one was a mystery i was not sure if that was a true crime but i had so many people reach out to me and were like that that was so crazy yeah they're so perplexed i had people reach out like uh, speculating like what happened as well yeah yeah so then of course you had our classic two-parter uh 12 12 12 days, of Christmas, 12 days of Christmas, where Megan covered the grimy and the crimey, and I covered the dark history of Christmas. I still yeah. need to listen to this yeah. episode because Trimester One wasn't very nice to me, so I've been doing a lot about yeah. a lot about nothing, yeah. a lot of nothing is what I meant to say. And so, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of crazy going back to like wrapping up yeah. three and like what has come of some of the true crime cases. Um, I know we tried to update on some of the ones that we covered and unfortunately we haven't had many updates except 
for episode 41, the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose Blanchard had served yes. 10 years in prison. She was released on December 28th. First thing she did when she got out, they got a hotel room and then um, yeah, in the morning she's married she went, now. Yeah, she went and bought shoes. And isn't she like doing like some major interview with ID or whatever? Well, she's got a documentary, documentary coming yeah. out yeah. as well. Yeah, so she's been busy. But, and she's on, she's already got TikTok, Instagram, yeah. she's everywhere. She's verified. She's oh, got she is. She's apparently wrote an ebook that she's very proud yeah. of. I saw that on a TikTok video this morning. Craziest fucking thing. Like, this is a case that, like, I've been aware of and been following for years. So it's so weird to see her now. And it's so polarizing to the whole yeah. case. And we mentioned that in, like, when we were recording, is like at the end, it's just like you don't know how to feel because, yeah. you know, murder's wrong, yeah. but so is what Dee Dee did. And yeah. you fuck around, you find out, I exactly. guess. Like, this one here, so um, I would be surprised if you're not familiar with this case, but uh, they refer to it as the West Memphis Three. So there's actually six people involved in this case, six victims. Uh, so there's two different groups of threes. So there is the original three that were murdered, um, eight-year-old boys, and then there's the three that were convicted, charged, and served time for these murders. Uh, in 2011, these three actually took an Alfred plea and were released from prison. It has been widely speculated that they're innocent, and my personal opinion is that they are. There's also, just a, a little side cold yeah. off to that. If you don't know what an Alfred plea is, oh, Crime yes. Junkie really recently did an episode of explaining exactly the origins yeah. of what an Alfred plea is. But essentially, it means that you agree. You're not. You're not. Um, saying that you're guilty but you but agree that there's not enough evidence to prove you no. innocent or that there is that enough evidence to prove evidence, that yeah. you did it exactly you admit that but you don't you admit, admit that, that yeah. you've done anything but you're you still yeah. marked as as you're exactly guilty yeah. for that crime so this case the west memphis three the actual murders of the three eight-year-old eight-year-old boys is considered a closed case they the as far as the uh the uh arkansas police department or whoever fucking i don't even fucking know anymore this is a closed case and they've got their guys the problem is is that dna evidence did come forth years ago even before they were released that um, was tested and was found to not match the three so um that dna evidence went missing of course it did and now has been found again Shocking. So Damien Eccles, so he was actually on death row um, at the, the originally for convicted of these crimes. He is now free on, because of the Alfred plea, but of course he's not free. So mm -hmm. he because has, you're always marked as uh, yeah. A, a, so he yeah, has basically dedicated the remain like he he you know obviously lives his life, but he has spent a lot of time trying to clear their names because he can st they still have the opportunity to clear their names if they can find new evidence. Mm -hmm. So they have been fighting for years and years and years and years. And they have gotten the fucking shit under the stick. Roadblock after years. roadblock after but roadblock. The Arkansas Supreme Court has finally decided earlier in this year, 2023, has decided in favor of Damien Eccles to test the DNA in the case that previously went untested against other possible suspects. Um, and it recently, an article came out that a trial is likely to take place in 2024 wow so stay posted this is, this is something oh, that huge. yeah and uh obviously uh you're gonna hear a lot about this in 2024 so stay tuned wild yeah. wild yeah now 
on a lighter note, because I feel like it's been a lot of talking talk about some very heavy shit yeah. over 2023, which, let's face it, there has been. However, there has been some entertainment in the crime world as well, mm-hmm. like Other than drugs from pigeons with little from uh, Amber Heard shooting on Johnny Depp's pillow to <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, to <laughs> yeah, right? I know that was a big oh. thing too, but to a dad that forgets his missing child is actually at home. Oh my god. Believe it or not, that is actually a headline, yeah. a headline from the world last year. So booze is said to have been a factor when this Connecticut dad, uh, Colby Parker, he filed a missing persons report for a child that he forgot at home while making an evening wa- forgot at home <laughs> while making an evening run to Price Shopper in October. Security video report- reportedly showed Parker had made two trips to the grocery store that night, but only brought his son the first time. <laughs> so the 30-year-old dad. Uh, showed signs of possible impairment, and yeah, filed a missing person report on his. Uh, I don't know how old the kid was, yeah. but uh, yeah, so he filed a missing persons report on his child that was in his house. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> but another entertaining piece of news. This isn't necessarily murder, but this is like crime. Still, uh, four men were charged with stealing millions of. Drug smuggling pigeons. Drug smuggling pigeons <laughs> mini backpacks. No. Oh. Dimes. Dimes. Ten cent coins, you guys. Jesus Murphy. <laughs> From a tractor trailer parked outside of Philadelphia Walmart in April. Oh, God. American dimes, too. The quartet made off with nearly, get this, $235,000. That'd be a lot more in Canadian. Worth of ten cent pieces. Of which they are said to actually have tried to deposit afterwards. Oh, <laughs> Some no. of the dimes. Yeah. Also, okay, working please at- tell me that you fucking rolled them in paper for the well, you would, first. You would they have to. Up with the banks, of them. banks won't accept a whole bunch They're of change if it's not rolled. Yeah. No, that's a lot of dime rolling, guys. And <laughs> also, do you know how many dimes? I'm say it's a, they're a dime a dozen. Oh, 75 million dimes, you guys. That's oh basically God. what that works out to be. 75, 75 million dimes. That's a and lot of dimes. And and what, what are you going what to do, do with all from? those dimes afterwards? How many? From a tractor trailer that was just in a Walmart parking lot. Oh my God. Um, and you rolled them in packs of $10, right? Yeah. Which is? No, $5. $5? $5. Yeah, 50 dimes is $5. Okay, so divided by 50 is... I can't read numbers. Like One million five hundred thousand rolls of dimes. Wow! <laughs> did, did, when they stole the tractor trailer, did they know that? It I was just gonna dimes? say the very last note on it. It says that they didn't even really know that they were stealing, so they had no idea what to do with everything. Oh, I'm like, okay. and also, who's carrying? Where are these dimes yeah. going? <laughs> like, like there's what? so much more Whose that big idea was this anyway yeah there's so many more questions i have to it but i thought that was pretty funny i have to read it a few times like dime bags is what i'm thinking of, but right. it's like no, no dimes actual dimes i'm like oh my goodness so it's been entertaining looking up just some of the wow. stupidity that's also been in the world and it's just kind of a nice reminder that you know 
yeah, people are idiots, but <laughs> they really can be idiots. Oh my God. So <laughs> that reminds me of, okay, in 2023, this was never released because I don't know if you remember, but we tried to do, I tried to do a micro brew kind of in between some episodes right. of like, and we asked for your guys' yes. Florida man stories. Oh, Florida man. Okay. Yeah. And, um, the episode didn't really turn out, but we did share. I think we shared some for them. Yeah, yeah we, we shared some yeah, in an episode or whatever. Um, but anyways, uh, here are some of the top Florida mans of 2023. I'm really I'm excited just going to read the headlines. And then if you guys kind of want more information, then you can be like, uh, ma'am, excuse me, what? Yeah, yeah, like figuring out how much $235,000 worth of dice right. is. Which yeah. I'm very interested in. So in no particular order from importance to whatever um number one i bring you florida man caught driving booty patrol truck facing charges booty, 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 so booty this truck everywhere. has a booty patrol written all over right. it. Love it like in decals and like legit decals love it um Anyways, uh, well, I will uh, kind of delve into that a bit. The incident reports stated that de uh, deputies discovered the driver had multiple run-ins with law enforcement due to his truck, and he even has a TikTok account for his vehicle. Of course. Of course. Oh, oh my huge. God. That article came out. I so, just want to punch that person. Right? Like, <laughs> That's giving, a TikTok like, for your fucking small peen energy. Oh. Um, also, this this does include Florida women as well. But uh, Florida woman calls for Sugar Daddy Appreciation Day. Love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Not really true crime, but uh, so it's great. a headline. Sugar Daddy Appreciation Day, not Sugar Baby Appreciation Day. <laughs> in, Flor in this Florida woman tale, a spiritual successor to last year's Florida mistress demands taxpayer funded bdsm dungeon at city commission meeting love it uh <laughs> i'm gonna leave it at that yeah yeah that's all you that need to know because i don't need my algorithm getting all yeah here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well you guys may not be aware but florida has the largest per capita population of sugar daddies in the u.s i'm not surprised no, yeah no. they have leather-like skin <laughs> And anyways, um, Florida man says high speed police chase felt like grand theft auto game. Yeah, probably. A uh, shirtless Florida man found climbing tree like Tarzan after a police chase. Don't, doesn't Tarzan swing from trees? Yeah. Florida man hides in chest, uses whiteboard to evade deputies. Huh. Uh, the whiteboard reads. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Zoom in. Oh, the whiteboard reads Johnny Yates does not live here. That'll that, wow. Okay. Well, I bet we are, are in the, the, I believe on the, I believe the wrong it. place. I believe it. Okay. A Florida woman tries to bring four foot emotional support snake on a plane. Love it. <gasps> Sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes it's on this motherfucking plane. plane. Wanted Florida woman found hiding inside of couch. Oh, oh that's no, that creeps me the fuck out. Wow. It's huge. Florida man finds an iguana hiding in his toilet. Oh, creepy. Florida man's joyride in stolen ambulance ends at sheriff's office. Wow, that's not where you want to be, bud. And uh, that's where we will leave it. Wait, wow. was going was in an ambulance. Oh, going oh to... okay. So Brittany's asking questions. Yeah. So we're going to read into it. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. Okay. Um, 
I just want to know, was he Florida supposed man's to joy ride in stolen ambulance ends at the sheriff's oh. office. This Florida man led deputies on a chase that ended up at their front door. Oh a Columbia God. County deputy was assisting paramedics with a man, quote, experiencing an altered mental state and possibly under the influence of drugs, end quote, in December. According to the sheriff's office, the patient climbed into the front of the ambulance and sped off. The ambulance eventually drove onto the front lawn of the sheriff's office operations center, bringing the chase to an end. Deputies okay. didn't have to go far to book the suspect in jail. <laughs> Went right to them. <laughs> All right then. Okay, well, that I'm glad that cleared some yeah. things up because I was very confused yeah. on how, what, how that looked. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so that'll wrap that up. 2023 what? was a year of a, a lot year. of fucked up shit. You know what we can count on for this year? For it to be the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love for our listeners to send us uh, what they think their highlights are or what, what their highlights are for them. Yeah. Um, from what we, what the we true crime world didn't touch on. Yeah. Or yeah. things that maybe that, you know, we would like us to dive into more that yeah. you heard or, today. you know, because like if you're American and you actually get news that we don't get. Yeah. yeah. Maybe guys, you can, keep uh, us posted. Share the, share the wealth, guys. Share yeah. the wealth. Please. 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 So uh, 2023 was a wild ride, but I promise you 2024 is going to be even better. And we're going to be here for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, we got new things coming. We got some great things coming. Uh, so stay tuned to that. Stay tuned for that for sure. And, and uh, yeah, don't be fooled. Just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean we've stopped making wine. Oh, yeah. oh, we've, yeah, we're, we're, still we're still hella making wine. I'm yeah. just not drinking it. Yeah. Uh, so more wine will also be made. Absolutely. In the and we're going to, we have some new things coming. And don't forget to like, TikTok guys, follow us. So we, we really want to be able to go live for you guys on TikTok and do some episodes live at some point. Um, in order to do that, we do need a thousand followers. So if you guys could kindly follow us on TikTok at Homebrew Murder Crew. Tell your followers. Yes. And, but you can also, um, like, like, share, save our videos that we do have on there. Um, anything really helps uh it would be appreciated and um, we're on facebook and instagram also well, yeah. at homebrew murder crew you can also email us at homebrewmurdercrew at gmail.com and we, remember to email us your uh your tops for 2023 yeah we love emails email us email us all the things except for dick pics don't email dick pics yeah, yeah. or any cases you want us to cover in the upcoming year do yeah. email those do email just those. not dick pics no no dick pics we don't want the dick pics well, listeners, yeah. it has year. been a crazy 2023, but I'm super excited to Thanks see where we go. Thanks for hanging out with us all year. Yeah, yeah you guys. Yes. Oh, my God. You're Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers to another year. Woo! Bye, And uh, happy new year to you all, and we hope that your year is as wonderful as you are and yeah, we hope are. that you have yeah. absolutely no issues writing 2024 on all of your documents yes. <laughs> please yeah. um keep listening and we love you and bye